Good morning. It's one-way conversation time. We're on our way to work here on this uh, chilly Friday morning. Nice, beautiful Friday morning. It's not. Let's not start off chilly. Gives a little negative connotation. No, it's nice. It's brisk. I love it. It just makes you you breathe in life when you when you walk out in the morning like today. The sun is bright and warm. The air is chilly and cool, and it is uh, life affirming and a life affirming morning. Uh, I love it. It's great. Let's get going. I wish I was going anywhere else, but into the fluorescent dome that is uh, the office space. But what are you gonna do? It's Friday. This is life. So we march on. Yes, yes. Uh, it's 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 been a wonderful teachers' appreciation week. We've uh, we've come all this way. Uh, one more thing. One more thing about it. One more thing about this. Okay, I won't. I won't spend any more time on it after this. I promise. And also, the, having this fucking teacher appreciation week, it's gonna make people feel entitled to, I don't know, whatever appreciation. I don't know, uh, chocolate or bottles of wine or whatever. Like, it's just gonna be, uh, you know, what if somebody's not getting the same thing? Like, some teachers getting like wonderful gifts, and other teachers getting, you know, uh, shit. She's going to be resentful, or he's going to be resentful. Um, and they're going to feel like, you know, what? I deserve to have these gifts showered upon me. I, I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the, I just don't like having a whole week dedicated to people for one reason or another. I don't care who it is. Like, central workers, they earned it last year, all right? They earned whatever, and the appreciation that we showed that people showed, you know, going outside, banging pots and pans, singing to them and shit. That was earned, man. And it wasn't, nobody told them to do that. Nobody was like, it's Essential Workers Appreciation Week. It was like the whole community and society coming together and being like, wow, we, we need to, we need to bow down to these folks for what they were doing for the past month or weeks or whatever it was. You know, just in the middle of everything, hospitals are filling up. They're working crazy hours. We didn't know what was going on, and uh, we had to say thank you. And that was uh, earned appreciation. This is just mandatory appreciation, as I said on Tuesday or whatever it was. All right, let's move the fuck on. <laughs> and it's the pe- the entitlement of it too, where you know, if all they get is a little card, and they're like, "Shit, these little shits! All they got me was a fucking card." It's like, "Fuck you." You're welcome for the card. Talking about good teachers is no fun anyway. I had a teacher, Mrs. Irving, when I was a freshman in high school. And this is one of the few teachers I actually remember. Uh, But I hate her. I don't even remember what I had her for. I had her for homeroom. But I hated her. She was a miserable person. She was 117 years old. She's probably still there making kids' lives miserable. I'm sure she's immortal. I'm sure her... Just her, her lifelong. I mean, for eternity, I think that's what she's supposed to do: is just make kids' lives miserable. I hated this woman, man. And there, I remember, I handed a paper in, and it was stapled together. And when she handed it back, it was marked as incomplete or something. And the last page of it had been ripped off. So let's say it was three pages. There was only two pages. But you can see on the staple where the paper was when it came off. 
I got to an argument with her in front of class, man, and she would not let me off the hook. She would not help me out. And to this day, and I might have just rewritten history in my mind, but to this day, I'm certain that it ripped off and she was just, you know, old and incompetent and didn't realize that it ripped off and she tossed it or it fell into the garbage or fell into the floor. Didn't realize it was part of my work. Actually, as I'm saying it, I think this is what happened. It fell off somewhere like in her office or whatever. She got done grading the papers, like saw it on the floor, didn't realize that it was a piece of my work, tossed it, and has leaned into it herself. So it was just her will against my will. And she holds the fucking red pen, so I lost that one. But Mrs. Irving, I mean, Ms. Irving, I'm, I am sure it was not Mrs. Ms. Irving, uh, the 117-year-old witch who swooped in on her broom every day to make my life a hell. I have no appreciation for her. There's a Maloik. If there's a Maloik on my life, I'm sure it's from her. I'm sure she put it on me that very day. <laughs> she gave me the evil eyes, the horn. She gave it to me, man. I'm sure, I don't, I feel like I'm okay, but if there is anything, if there's any curses on me, I'm sure it came from her. She fucking brewed up something with toad eyes and, uh, I don't know, pig intestine, actually, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what a good witch's brew is, but she was stewing it that night, for sure, because we had an argument right in front of the class, man, staring each other down. It was, a matter, it, was, it was a matter of will. Um, and again, the red pen won out. Okay. Enough about fucking teachers and enough about miserable fucking teachers. I guess I'm struggling for content. Uh, which I see often around... I Two nights ago, I put on uh, the local news real quick. I had to throw it on just to see what's going on for a few minutes. Get a quick weather update. As much as I loathe the weather people. Uh, just see what's going on in the world. And they were doing this whole thing about, I guess, a local dog went viral. Yep. I can't believe I just fucking said that sentence. A local dog went viral for some shit. I don't know. And they did a whole segment about this fucking dog. And I just, I kind of sat there for a minute, like, my mouth agape. Just, what am I, what am I watching? What is, this is not news in any language. What the fuck am I watching? And I shut it off. That's enough of this. Next morning, put the news on. Because, again, didn't get the weather last night. I need a little bit of update on the traffic. Uh, before I go out, go out to work and see what kind of... What kind of uh, motor vehicle hell I'm going to get myself into. It's two different anchors talking about this same goddamn dog. They're not... They, they recycled the story for the morning crowd. What the fuck are we doing on the local news where we're talking about a viral dog midweek? That kind of puff piece, I don't like them, period. But reserve that shit for a Saturday or Sunday morning, man. When you when you got to fill a little bit of time, like, whatever, do what you got to do. I'm not going to be watching. But you got to do that on the weekends? Please. By all means, do what's necessary. But on a fucking... Weekday morning. Can we not have the fucking picture of the dog on the goddamn big screen in your fucking studio? Holy Christ. And then I get in the fucking car, do the show, highlight of the goddamn morning, 
do the show, put on local news. Again, just looking for the traffic. Because by the time I'm done with, uh, by the time I'm done with doing the show, it's I'm getting to the point where I got to make a decision if I'm going to get off here, get off there, if I'm going to wait out this highway or go to the next highway. Whatever. It's decision time. So I got. I want to hear what's going on. They have. I'm not kidding. A 10-minute conversation about moon trees. So when we went to the moon originally, not even the guy who went to the moon, the guy who stayed in the pod waited for Buzz Aldrin and the other guy, you know, to descend to the moon and then ascend back up to the to the pod. He orbited the moon in the pod, you know, for the day that or day or two or however however long they were there for. He orbited the moon. And in his like carry-on bag, he had seeds, tree seeds, a bunch of them, like hundreds of little seeds. And then came back, in a, whatever, came back to Earth and planted them. And a big, it's a big thing that these are moon trees. Now, they never went to the fucking moon, number one. Number two, why is this a big deal? If I took a bunch of seeds to Wyoming, then brought them back here and planted them, they're not fucking Wyoming seeds. They just came for a fucking trip. It doesn't make them any more. It doesn't make them special at all. You, you, they made the trip. I don't. I, you look. I may, maybe I'm very jaded, and I, there's. I, I think it's awesome the the moon landing and the fact that we even went there. I think that's very cool. I have a tremendous appreciation for that. But the fucking moon trees, and then in the, in the midst of this conversation, they're like, and the, the biggest sin of all. Not one of these trees is in was planted in Connecticut. <laughs> what? What? We are upset that 50 years ago th- these seeds never found a way to. So I guess there's another trip coming up, and they want to send some seeds with the astronauts. Maybe the seeds will actually make it to the moon this time, and not just almost get to the moon and turn around, and come home. The seeds were the kids on the trip where the parents was like, if you don't behave, we're turning back and going back to Earth. I wonder if an astronaut made that joke. I wonder if any astronaut has ever made that joke on any space mission. Space mission. If you don't behave, we're going to turn this thing right around. Uh, yeah, content's not easy to come by. Trust me, I know. Look, it's... Uh, if, God forbid, you ever hit record... And you, and you don't really have an idea of what's going on or what you're going to say. It is. I mean, it's not shit your pants. Like, it's not nerve-wracking, but it's just stammering moron time, basically. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a stammering moron when I have a list of things to talk about, let alone when I have to kind of wing it. Sometimes you get lucky when you wing it, and sometimes you just sound like a moron. It's easier, not easier, but when it when it's the, the when it's Sunday poor with it, you know, we kind of work off each other and we can kind of get going off of nothing. We plant our own moon seeds and uh, somehow we find a way. But it's, it's a little bit easier where we can kind of bullshit and find a way to get somewhere when we have nothing to talk about. We've been, I mean, we've been bullshitting each other for 30 some odd years, so I guess, you know, makes sense. We've had practice, but... Uh, I, if, if you're if you're preparing for shit and you're like, yes, let's talk about moon trees for a fucking 10, 15 minute conversation. 
And the guy was, the guy, the guest of the show was so passionate about it. And I kept wondering, like, what? Like, is something cool about these trees? The only cool thing was that they made a trip. And I understand it's a trip that, it's a very rare trip, but I don't know. Wyoming trees, that's where it's at. Uh, okay, one more, I think one more thing. Let's not do that. No, you can stay in your lane. You don't need to get over. They, they are well out of arm's length there. You can, okay. Guy was just kind of, guy. there's guys in the shoulder and the guy in the right lane next to me decided to give a little bit of a swerve. Or, I get it. Just, he was safe enough. He didn't come up to my lane. All right, whatever. Almost an incident, not an incident. Uh, 90th birthday, uh, I believe it was yesterday, of one of the greats. Was he born? And he's born in May. That's cool. I didn't realize that. Willie Mays, born in May. Uh, the Say Hey Kid. One of the coolest nicknames. Uh, I'm not sure where he got this. I think it was just like, you know, when he was growing up, it was like, uh, hey, say hey. Say hey. The Say Hey Kid. I don't know. But he became the Say Hey Kid. Here he is, 90, still the kid. Do love that. Do love older people with young nicknames. I'm working with the guy now. He's got to be in his 70s. His name is Billy. And I just, it's so weird. I call him Mr. in his last name. But uh, he always, hey, Anthony, it's Billy. Like, ah, it's really strange. <laughs> but uh, I love it, though. So say, hey, kid, the kid turned 90. Uh, he's one of the smoothest operators, one of the best ball players uh, of all time. I think he was, he was ranked number two. Uh, when they did like the list back in the 90s behind only Babe Ruth um, 660 home runs he's sandwiched there between uh, Albert Pujols just passed him recently uh, he's between Pujols and shit I had it and I don't have it now um, whatever two very good ball players who's right behind him I feel like I should know this I just had it, too. It doesn't matter. Um, 660, 1,900 RBIs, 302 batting average, uh, the memorable catch. Only the one World Series ring, 20-something years in the big leagues. Missed uh, 200 and some odd games due to service for the Korean War. Although, if you read into it a little bit, might not, might not have been too much service. There were some allegations of pampering the ballplayers. Um that were stationed wherever, but I get, you know, Korean War wasn't World War II, you know, I give you a pass if you didn't have to like, see actual time during Korea, whatever, I'm not going to hold it against you, um, yeah, just, he, he did, did it all, had a million steals also, S- slick center fielder, just effortless center fielder, one of the cool stories about Willie Mays is, uh, he would wear a hat or a helmet that was a size too big. So when he ran, it would fly off. And the reason was he wanted to look faster than it really was. But it was, he was also very fast. I mean, obviously, with all the steals. He was a 30-30 guy before 30-30 was a thing. I think he was like the second guy to do it. That's 30 home runs, 30 steals. Um, an all-time great center fielder just... Uh, the basket catch, you know, kind of caught it at his belt. Not the way you teach a young athlete or young ball player to catch a, a fly ball, but he made it look effortless. 
it is a very cool like way of throwing the ball just very smooth and silky that's the only way you can kind of describe the guy had a very uh, had a forgetful stint with the New York Mets where he finished his career you know it's we, we look at it you know Willie Mays in a Mets uniform a very strange sight and a lot of these guys you know Babe Ruth in a Braves uniform uh, you know Michael Jordan in a Wizards uniform and Jordan was a very serviceable player when he was with the Wizards. It wasn't Michael Jordan that we knew, but, you know, reinvented himself a little bit and became, he was still a very good player and a contributor to that team. Uh, but still very weird to see him in a Wizards jersey. Uh, you know, plenty of guys, you know, a Joe Montana and a Chiefs jersey. And then... You know, there's varying levels of success. I don't think Mays's Mets stint would be confused with any level of success. But they did go to the World Series in his last year, in 1973. Lost uh, in the World Series, but went but went to the World Series. And his last hit was off, uh, I think it was off Raleigh Fingers, I read, um, as a pinch hitter. And, uh, you know, made his last out in game, made his, his last plate appearance was in game seven of the World Series, I think, as a pinch hitter. So, you know, it was on a decent team, just uh, he wasn't wasn't the guy that, that he, you know, when he was with the New York Giants, wasn't the same guy. Um, and then obviously, you know, went over to San Francisco and the team went to San Francisco. You want to hear some bullshit? Like, I'm all for getting on players. So San Francisco gets gifted this fucking team, right, this New York institution. It's gifted the New York Giants. It's gifted a Hall of Famer uh, of Willie Mays. And Willie Mays was playing pretty well. But they still weren't... It wasn't good enough for these San Francisco teams. And I think some of it was due to the fact that Joe DiMaggio was native of San Francisco. Or at least grew up there. And, you know, played ball there. Um, so they think maybe they held them to certain... Standard, but it also it seems like it'd be a racial thing because Willie Mays wasn't like batting 202 when he was with the Giants. So it seems like maybe they just had, you know, I mean, it wasn't racial. It's San Francisco, so I, you know, I have no idea. I don't want to put it on these people without knowing anything about it. Um, I don't know, but they got gifted this team. They just all of a sudden they get this Hall of Fame center fielder that's, that's done these great things and they were booing him. Uh, for whatever reason. But he took them to a couple of series, or at least one series. Lost the, I know they lost to the Yankees. And that's a classic end to uh, a World Series. It's Game 7. Uh, William Ace hits, a, I think it was opposite field shot. one nothing game. And he's an opposite field shot in the ninth with a guy on base. And he gets held up. And I think he could have scored. I think, this, I think the word is the guy could have scored. Um, but the third base coach held him up. And Willie McCovey gets up, and it's a line drive. And I, I don't think I've ever seen this actual hit. But it's a line drive to Bobby Richardson, the second baseman. And he, I don't know if it was a jumping catch or whatever, but he caught it on the fly, obviously. End of, end of game, end of World Series. Yankees win. The Yankees win. World Series champions uh, once again. Uh, it's been just a, cl- a classic end to a World Series. Uh, with, with, you know, Mays left stranded as the go-ahead run, winning run on base. And, uh, and uh, you know, an elusive second championship 
through his fingertips. Um, but, you know, happy birthday to the Say Hey Kid. We have a lot of great highlight reels. He's just one of those guys. You know, he just, he's, he, he's the guy you look forward to when you watch those old tapes, old videos, when it was a game, and uh, Ken Burns baseball. Like, you look forward to the William Hayes stuff. Uh, we will continue to look forward to it. Happy birthday and many more to the Say Hey Kid. Um, let's see. Do I got anything else? Let's end with a little. Let's end with some tunes. Okay, let's do. I don't do the Friday night ones, but uh, let's end with some music. Let's let's do a quick radio roulette. And we'll get on with our day. What do you say? Let's see what we got. We can't do. Can't do XM. That's the rules. We got to do FM. FM only. We should put on the AM channel and see if we can find some uh, moon tree talk. Let's see. Uh, but the morning talk shows are brutal. Awful. Whoa. Ah, uh, we missed the Macaulay Culkin rap. See? There you go. Thank you, essential workers. Well deserved. Let's take something. Come on, give me something good for the listeners here as we head to the weekend. I am a searcher, though. I love. I scan, man. As soon as the song is over. If you're if you're talking, I'm scanning. I don't have time. I don't have time for the for the chit chat. Oh my god! Yes. A little sticks. I don't know. I don't know how well Styx is respected in the music community, but I fucking love Styx. Unashamed to be a big Styx fan. I mean, can I get can I get like the heart of a song, not just the fucking end of it? All oh, time for your talking shit. Come on. This is a bop. I can't be the only one who I can't be the only one who thinks about uh, Entourage when that song comes on, right? I think it ended an episode. Entourage only ended in a couple on a couple ways. Either everything worked out, or it was like the cliffhanger where it's not working out this time, but it'll work. It'll work out next week. We got a half hour next week to make this all right. All right, I guess it'll be John Cougar Mellencamp by default. Ending us.
sitting on Jackie's lap, he got his hands between his knees. Jackie say, hey Diane, let's run off behind the shade of trees. Dribble off those Bobby Brooks, let me do what I please. Say, oh yeah, life goes on. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I was a bigger Mel Camp fan when I was younger. But this is a nice uh, summery type tune, I guess. Sitting on the back porch, sweating the back of your neck, having a cold beer. Scratch your head for a moment and do your best, James Dean. Jack and Diane, of course, uh, one of the great song couples. Uh, you have Brenda and Eddie from Scenes from Italian Restaurant. Uh, you have, uh, shit, who's the one from the Steve Miller song? Ah, oh, Christ. What's the, the Steve Miller song, uh, Take the Money and Run? Oh, man. Who's the fucking couple? That's a classic couple. Uh, Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde. It's a that's a, a song. The first time I ever heard of the Bonnie of the first time I ever heard the song of the Bonnie of the Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde was uh, I was a kid and uh, maybe not a kid, maybe twenty. And it was the first time I had ever oh see I shouldn't even say this. The only time that I've ever uh, uh, okay, I maybe I maybe took a maybe took a rip of a joint or something. And I drove like a little while later. So I was a little bit paranoid about it, right? And uh, the bout of Bonnie and Clyde ends or starts with sirens blaring. And let me tell you, when I gripped that steering wheel and my eyes like wide, just wide in the rear view, I was not happy with that. But classic song. And I'm not sure I'd ever remember that song if not for that instant. So... Check it out. Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, yeah, let me know. Am I missing any classic couples of radio lore? Let me know. All right, that's it. Have a great fucking weekend. Do not take any shit from anybody. We'll talk to you next week on One Way Conversation. Check out Sunday Poor from last night.